Robots Radio presents Rated M for Mature. You're listening to the Download Weekly Gaming News, the show where we give you the deal on the latest in gaming every week in a small bite-sized download. I am the sleeping giant, Jameson. And I am the rowdy rooster? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't like rowdy rooster at all. I love it so much now. No. No. Yeah, I'm going to call you the rowdy rooster when you get all all heated and you're flapping about. I was born in the year of the rooster. There's a lot of jokes I want to make about that one. I bet you. Yeah. We just had a discussion about this, Bretta. <laughs> God, did you listen to anything? What? Who? What? Hmm? what? Where? Hmm? When? It's Lunar New Year tomorrow. My God. Year of the Tiger, I think. Oh, cool. What am I? Or the start of. Dog. I'm the year of the dog. Is dog after rooster? Yes. I'm, look- I'm looking now. I'm curious. Now, we're stuck in this. We have to do it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you are a dog. Mm-hmm. And I am a rooster. Fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Monkey. Thank God I'm not a monkey. Uh, I think we're getting sidetracked already. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, I'm deep into this now. I'm deep into this now. Screw the podcast. We're just gonna talk about Lunar New Year. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Spider! Let's talk about our astrology signs. Don't even. I will end the podcast. I don't know anything about astrology. I just. I don't. Start, I don't know anything. I just start spouting words: retrograde, Mercury, Jupiter rising. It's a movie. Yeah. It's a book, and it's an astrology thing. It's a power term. It is. It is. Anyway, so uh, we're back again, guys. We're both a little exhausted for multiple reasons that we're not going to discuss. Uh, (laughs) But uh, just as a reminder, we are like working, you know, we had our little state of the podcast a while ago. We are working on all of that stuff, but our lives are absolutely insane right now. And we have zero time. Like we're, we're fit. We fit in. We, we go out of our way to make sure we have this, you know, hour, hour and a half to get the podcast recorded every week. Like that's that's how bad it is right now. Yeah. So, um, but uh, we still we still want to do all the things we have planned. We still plan to do them all. We're just we're taking it day by day, week by week. Almost so. tired. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, the, that's it. Yeah, I thought you froze. I was like, oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just giving you the stinky eye. Well, I'm just, it is, we're we're exhausted, but we're trying. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you haven't, drop us a rating on Spotify. They have ratings now. Leave us a rating. Anyway, we'll get started. E.A. Sports. Satan's Spawn has announced that 
three new Star Wars games are coming as they enter their second to last year of their exclusivity contract with Disney. Uh, they have stated that of those games, there is the sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. They'll be making a sequel to that. Uh, Respawn is working on a new first person shooter. Uh, they are also doing the sequel to Fallen Order. And a strategy game, a Star Wars strategy game is in development uh, by EA slash Respawn, and it is headed by former XCOM developers, which I love XCOM. That was one yeah. of my favorite, favorite games. So I had the Star Wars mods for that, too. They were so much fun. I bet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, you know, no real shocker here about any of this announcements, but uh, some of these... They it sounds like that the Jedi Fallen Order sequel could come out the end of this year and that the other titles are, you know, year, two years plus away from release. Uh, EA has, you know, lost a lot of employees recently. So these kinds of announcements are a great, great way for them to try and get more people to, you know, apply to want to I, work. I love the the quote that he uses during the great resignation. I mean, that's, that's what it's been called the past year is like everyone is quitting their jobs because they're tired of people's BS and they're going and looking for something better or they're just holding out. They're just taking time off, which is insane to me. I could never. I would freak out. I mean, I don't, yeah. we don't have that kind of like savings built up either though. Some of these other people don't. That's insane. I could never, <sighs> I couldn't do it. I would have heart attack constantly. Exactly. So um, I'll be curious to see what what like the first person shooter will be, because they've said that there no there will be no more Battlefront games that uh, that EA is focused on trying to fix the issues with Battlefield and that there will be no more Battlefronts, uh, which, you know, both those games were, uh, you know, dumpster fires to yep. say it lightly. So we'll have to just wait and see what happens next. I need them to make a gritty game. They needed to make that one they can't. Star Wars 1313. Yeah, they were they were working on that. It was actually if you scroll down further, uh, some unreleased footage of it got shown. And so all the speculation was correct that the game you were going to play as Boba Fett in uh Corazant. and that's the all the stuff they showed initially was you know like intro and then that character dies and then you start playing as boba fett so um it looked pretty cool it's pretty sad to see it go but yeah i'm i'm definitely all for a very a very dark and gritty star wars like i'm here for it like i love like a star wars bounty hunter game where like you create your own bounty hunter and you travel around doing bounty hunter things and you could do like drop in drop out co-op with people online you know team up that'd be a great way to you know you mean a, gta online pretty much yeah pretty much that'd be a great way for them to make like a you know that's a gritty setting bounty hunters you know they deal they see some they see some stuff yeah so you could add all sorts of fun things with that um fun is uh, a choice word I mean, fun, like, uh, um, yeah, I know what you meant, like decisions, like, you know, like, uh, like, what was it? Fallout fallout had like the morality scale 
Yeah. Like you could be, you could get too evil or too good. Like they could do that with, with star Wars, like being a bounty hunter you could become super evil and notorious, or you could become like super well-known. Well, I don't know. I'm just spewing shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Activision Blizzard also has some news, but uh, not the news you think. They have announced they are starting a brand new IP, an entirely new universe, not connected to any of the existing games being developed by Blizzard. Good. Uh, it's been forever. It has. It's been uh, the last new IP they created was Overwatch in 2016. And that's a shooter. Oh, uh, yeah. A multiplayer like arena competitive shooter. Yeah, that's I don't even count that, honestly. So, uh, you know, we probably got a decade before this game comes out, <laughs> but it will be a uh, survival RPG and Love it will it. be for PC and console. Oh, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm already excited, honestly. I'm here for it. Uh, so I like the little I like the little tagline, a place full of heroes. We have yet to meet stories yet to be told adventures yet to be lived a vast realm of possibility waiting to be explored. Every story needs a teller. Every world needs builders. And what if that could be you? Basically, they are calling for people. Uh, they're, you know, hiring. Basically, they're looking for people to join this team to um, create this game. I looked at some of the job interviews. I was curious. They had some openings for like uh, game producers or game designers. Yeah. I just think you might need some experience. You need experience for everything. But that's the issue is like there's like all these experience rules are so unrealistic sometimes it's like this is some of these are entry-level positions and you're like we need you need three years of experience shipping a game how am i supposed to get three years of experience as a game producer if i can't get a job as a game producer like what you get hired internally i mean externally it's going to be hard to do that i mean like game hire, producers, they pursue or promote from within sure but game producers like project management you can't there's no there's no like that is like the entry level job is a you know, you are in charge of a small team. So if you can't get that job, you know, like you'd have to get something else. I don't know. It's it's odd. It's interesting. But, uh, you know, if you're curious, they're hiring like all sorts of roles, like literally everything. Storytelling, art, uh, character design, writing, uh, software engineers, artists. Uh, I pretty much talked it all so but uh you know go check it out go to their website if you're uh willing to jump into that environment uh you know i i'm very high hopes for this game but activision blizzard's got a rocky couple years ahead of them i mean things are changing there's a shift but you know it's nothing's gonna change overnight i think by the time this game comes out hopefully everything will be righted and activision can or blizzard can go back to being the former glory. Yeah. It's just, are you willing to ride out those first couple rough years while they make that shift? I mean, it it is going to be rough, but also because they're under this huge microscope and they screwed up so much. I feel like everyone is probably walking on eggshells over there and like, don't want to say anything to offend anyone. Cause it's already like, it's already bad. One would hope. Yeah. I think I'm probably giving a lot of credit to people. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Activision Blizzard also refused to recognize the Raven QA union. 
this past week. So they have we have now the stage is set for a escalated uh, labor dispute. So they're filed. The group said they're going to file a petition with the National Labor Relations Board, uh, and they're trying to form a union called the Communication Workers of America. Uh, it's an interesting name, but uh, I don't like it. But basically, they're just trying to form a video game union specifically for QA testers. But now they're opening it up for for more people. Uh, so obviously, we're all incredibly disappointed that Activision Blizzard, you know, with everything going on, is refusing to. You know, I want to know their reasoning. Like, I don't I mean, maybe the, they don't want unions. That's their reasoning. Yeah, I don't know. They don't want them. That's, I, that, yeah. that is the reasoning. But yeah. like. I feel like though it not it's gonna go to a board and it will be put together. It's gonna get passed. The union's going to get formed. It's going to get passed. They're stalling for sure. Um, and then I don't know, I think maybe because it's going through this many steps, things will turn out better. I don't know. It'll be more solidified as a union. I mean, it's either it's either form the union or face another labor lawsuit because you unlawfully fired a bunch of people and you made promises to them about full-time employment and whatnot like you basically bait and switch these people you're like here keep working more overtime keep working harder keep getting paid less and we'll pay you more once you once we get this you know update out we'll give you full-time positions and then they just fired them instead so that's you know there's there's a lawsuit waiting to happen if not all oh, it's happening. it's being written right now yeah so uh also microsoft slash activision blizzard have stated that the next three call of duty games uh will be available on all systems all platforms including playstation um so whatever that means for how many years we don't know but one could expect there will be one coming out this year for sure. But then after that, who knows, you know, where Microsoft might weigh in. They might push, you know, some of those Call of Duty projects back in order to up the quality and address a lot of the issues with the franchise and Activision Blizzard. Yeah, I so. mean, they kind of talked about how it'll move back to like a two year timeline. So. Yeah, I mean, they're on like. They're on like a rotating three year timeline right now. Something like that, because they have three different. different, Yeah. yeah. So I would be much happier if they push that back further is it'd be. I mean, a Call of Duty, I don't care what one in the rotation, a single Call of Duty every two years is enough. Agreed. Agreed. Fill the meantime with more content for your game. You like, make an online game like your game yeah. is online. You can do updates, patches, those things like what? What was it? Um, How many seasons does Fortnite have? I mean, honestly, like and it 14. Will, yeah, well, plus it's so hard to sell. Like, at least now they have Warzone. But like, you know, with the games coming out every year, like I can't I would not buy anything for for my Call of Duty just for it to not be playable in a year because there's a new one out that I have to go play No. Like they need to reevaluate their stuff and GTFO. Yep. Um, but uh, with that Microsoft uh, Activision Blizzard acquisition, a lot of 
you know, people have been speculating what's the next big acquisition, who's it going to be, who's going to make it. And so they've been discussing the, the big, the big targets that they were discussing were, uh, EA and Ubisoft that, that those were the two next biggest companies after Activision Blizzard. I need Sony to buy up Ubisoft because that would be the tits and a half. I don't think Sony will. Sony doesn't they have, they don't have the cojones. They're not. The, it's not their style. No. No, it's not it, their style, but they would make it great. So Sony aggressively expanded in the early 2000s. And then when the market tanked in the late 2000s, Sony like cut a yeah. lot of their business because of that. So going forward, they are they are far more cautious about how they approach expanding their company. Yeah, and I mean, Sony does Sony things and that Ubisoft does not do anything that Sony does. No, and EA and Ubisoft are both massive, massive companies. Like those yeah. would take, that would take a lot, a lot of work to integrate them uh, into. But EA needs to be taken. I think, I think EA will be taken. The The article was talking about, oh, like it was the art, like the title was like, Oh, could Sony buy EA? And then the entire article was talking about Disney purchasing EA or Ubisoft. And I was like, <laughs> what? I, I hate, I hate journalism. It's such a joke, but honest, in all honesty, I could totally see Disney buying EA without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. It's just Disney. Disney's very apprehensive to get back into, into video games. They, I don't think it would go well. I they think cut, it would bomb. They cut the they cut that off because it did bomb. And then they were much happier to license out their products and oversee these companies. But, you know, with all the crap that they've had to deal with with EA and their Star Wars games, you know, they're I mean, now they have a license with Ubisoft. Ubisoft is developing a Star Wars game now. So, you know, it it'll be interesting to see what happens, but you know, I could totally see Disney purchasing ea because you know disney owns espn that would bring fifa madden like all the sports games under disney that would be huge that would yeah. also be them buying ea would probably be one that the the government would would nix nah <sighs> nah they have too they're too big of a company that well that's what i'm saying is disney what is i mean too is huge of a company Oh, they've got so much blackmail everywhere. They can do whatever they want. Let's be honest here. No one's going to try and mess with Disney. They are literally like their own, like, uh, country. They're the largest media company in the world. Yeah. I mean, they have, like, their own law. And they have their own currency. Come on. They have their own city. Yes. They have their own city and currency. Yeah. City Anaheim. Stop it. Disneyland. No. Come I know. On. I know. I know. They, they uh, own Anaheim. Disney Bucks, come on now. I mean, you can go get you can go get V Bucks. I mean, everybody's got their own money if you're if you're willing. Just saying, to... they did it a long time ago, though. Sure, sure. That's yeah, sure, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what will happen, but uh, I definitely don't see EA. EA is going to need a buyer. They they've had so many f ups lately that they are. And they, I think they finally realized with Battlefield 2042 how dangerous of waters they are on now. 
they, I think they lost a lot with Battlefield 2042. That was supposed to be a big game for them, and they lost badly. The fact that that game has been out two months and they're considering free to play to get people back. That's how bad EA that, is doing. That is bad. And they lost. Oh, well, they were like, all right, you're done. Like your contract with all these Star Wars games, like you're done. And that was a hard hit for them, too. Yeah. The fact that their exclusivity deal is done. I definitely do not see them making after these three Star Wars games unless unless they are like critical successes, which, you know, Fallen Order was a good game, but it was a very safe game. Yeah. You know, they they need a critical success in their next three Star Wars games, preferably all three for Disney to even consider giving them another. You know, letting them make another one. Yeah, see it happening. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, the big news today Woo. was that Sony announced that Bungie will be joining the PlayStation family. Uh, the deal was uh, for $3.6 billion, a very modest sum compared uh. to some of the, the recent larger deals. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is an odd one. This is a very safe deal. Like, it's a very, you know... And it's more of a it's more of a Bungie deal than it is a Sony deal because Bungie has not ever really existed independently. They were sure. with they were with Microsoft for forever. They left Microsoft, released Destiny, and then bought or joined Activision Blizzard. And then they just recently left Activision Blizzard and now they're with Sony. They need it's just they, odd. It's they need odd a publisher. Is what they yeah. need. They well, need someone I mean, picking up those extra costs. And so many of their games were like Halo, which is known for like Microsoft. So it's like it's just a weird acquisition. Yeah, they've only made two games: Halo and Destiny. Yeah, and I mean and Destiny they, is a big PlayStation game, but, but Destiny is also like a. Yeah, it's a dumpster fire. It, there's yeah. been a lot of issues with that. And I think that's also why they've bounced around. So I, you know what the thing is? Yeah, there's a lot of issues, but so many people play it and so many people true. love it. It's insane. This is true. But now it's also free to play. You know, yeah. like it's I, you know, it's like to me, like this. It's old, Bungie, though. Yes, it's been around a while. There's not been a lot going on with 2017 was Destiny 2. They, and they've had some expansions, but like the Destiny player base is not growing. It's it, no. it is their fan base and it will stay their fan base. But yeah. Bungie has to do something else to make it of value to Sony. Destiny is not of value to Sony. Uh, no, but it's storytelling. Sure. And that's what Sony does. Sure. What I expect to see is I expect to see Bungie to bring us another first person shooter. A, a I, Halo, a Halo competitor. They are very futuristic in all of their gaming, like their games. So, I mean, well, and that's, and that's, we've, we've said this constantly. That's the one genre that Sony's been missing since they nixed Killzone. Yeah. Killzone was Sony's last FPS game. They have no FPS games. Now Xbox yeah. has, 
Xbox, like until the Xbox One and all of Microsoft's faux pas with that console, Xbox was the shooter place. You wanted to play multiplayer shooters or first person shooters, you went to Xbox. They had the better online platform, they had the more players. But now, PC, incredibly competitive. I mean, PC's always been big in the FPS community, but it's become even bigger now. And then you have, you know, more people are playing on PlayStation now playing FPSs that are on multiple systems because they like what PlayStation has to offer. So I think I think this deal is I think Sony has designs and Bungie has designs on a new FPS. I hope so. I think they need it, obviously. Um, And yeah, some refreshing, like a better version of Destiny. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But uh, they have they have stated that uh, Bungie will remain independent. They will be a independent studio allowed to continue to do what they want. So it to me, it definitely sounds like this is more of a publisher deal that Sony is going to like just help Bungie out, basically. Uh, and they've also stated that uh, Bungie will remain multi-platform. So this seems this seems like a small response to the Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard, Sony being like, hey, we're going to take the high road here and we value multi-platform independency over exclusivity. So I think they're kind of like saying like balls in your court, Microsoft with Activision Blizzard. Love that they're doing this because it's like they're not forcing anything, which is my concern with Xbox. Like it feels like they're doing this to be a business, which obviously we already said these are all business deals. Yeah, it's the it's because it's it's two different camps. It's the Microsoft camp and the Xbox camp, like we discussed last week, is that is that the Microsoft camp is very business driven. The Xbox camp is very games driven. And so there's there's. What? Oh, you mean Xbox and Microsoft? I see what you're saying. Yeah, because like technically Xbox is yes. a like sub branch of yes. Microsoft. So Microsoft is like business, business, business. Xbox is like games. And so like that's like the, the difference. So Microsoft will drive more exclusivity, whereas Xbox will, will be like, we want everyone to play games. Ish. We're we're ha- it. It's going to be interesting how it plays out in the next couple of years is is it doesn't really matter what Xbox wants. Microsoft is big daddy and they will do whatever they want to do. I think I think the biggest the biggest thing that will happen will be Games Pass and how if if Xbox and PlayStation work out something with Games Pass. That's my issue is that they're going to acquire all these and then probably make them exclusive to Games Pass. So ball would be in Sony. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little shady. It's a little backhanded uh, for sure. But I mean, I mean, your ball, the ball is not in in any court. Um, Sony has already kind of thrown it down and said like, we're not doing this. We'll, uh, we'll parent a different, um, like a, whatchamacallit board. We will parent a uh, thing. My headphones died after grabbing my charger really quick after I'm done with my rant um but uh they're not going to be playing that game which is it's nice that they're not even trying to like get into that market so i think that definitely made a good show for sony i uh i think that um 
I think we need more details about the the Microsoft Activision Blizzard acquisition. We need to know how um, Activision Blizzard will be integrated into Microsoft and how they will be and Xbox and how they will be handling all of that. It'll be interesting to to see what what uh, what happens. So it'll be interesting to see what what happens with with Microsoft and Activision Blizzard. But so I'm happy that Bungie's with Sony. I think that will be good. Uh, you know, Bungie Bungie needs a parent ultimately. So I think it's the yeah. I think it's the right move. But uh, in other news, uh, from software and has stated that uh, they've they've taken great they and this was noticeable in dark souls 3 that they've been taking more efforts to make the game more player friendly without reducing the difficulty from software the way they view their games is that and i the only game i disagree with this on is sekiro because it was nothing but crazy difficult boss fights whereas at least the dark souls games there's story there's levels you move through and then there's boss fights so it it Dark Souls is all about like learning. They want you to learn. They make it difficult, but they give you plenty of opportunities to better your character and to learn about the enemies, how to beat them, what their moves are. That's their whole thing. And that's a very like, you know, Asian style of games. They're all about that, you know, that serious like learning, that learning curve. Uh, you see it a lot with their MMOs whenever they come to the West is that they have very high learning curves, whereas Western players tend to their games tend to be more handholdy. Um, so they're trying to find ways to make the game more player friendly without reducing the difficulty. And, you know, I'm here for it because I do. I do enjoy the difficulty of, you know, I did enjoy the difficulty of Dark Souls three, and it was in as in frustrating as it could be sometimes. It was so incredibly satisfying when you beat that boss that you've been struggling on. Oh, I don't play it. I just don't play it because it's mm -hmm. not worth it at all. I'm like, no, this is, I'm here to friggin' relax and play a video game. Well, sure. Then it's not for you. 100%. It's not for everybody. But like, as far as like, you know, I love, you know, games with swords and that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's a huge thing for me. But like, yeah, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 1, those were really difficult for me. I really struggled on those. I had a hard time playing them. But Dark Souls 3 was noticeably different. It was a far more enjoyable experience. It was far more fun. Uh, Sekiro, I gave up on Sekiro. That was when they went the complete opposite direction with that. It was just it. It was just too difficult. Yeah. There was no chance to there was no chance to learn. There was no chance to practice. It was just boss fight, boss fight, boss fight, boss fight. I hated it. Yeah. I hated it so much. Well, I mean, at least they're saying that they want everyone to have a, an enjoying, to enjoy their time playing this game. They don't want it to be so stressful that you can't sit down and relax with this game. So obviously they want it to be difficult. They want you to be challenged as a player so that you're like at least moving forward towards something and it doesn't feel like you're just doing you know things for no yeah. reason and and the way that i think the the way they've brought that out is by you know introducing the you know air quotes open world 
that you have this environment where you can do all sorts of other things. Even, um, um, even in the fights, even the design of the enemies, they're changing it up and making it probably more adaptive or so, like making it slightly easier to like get in and out maybe of battles easily i'm not sure we'll see they, they've stated they have not they're not making any changes to the the fighting and the mechanics and whatnot that because that's that's from software's bread and butter that's why people go and play their games is they is they they stick to that you know every enemy has their move set their move set never changes it never adapts it never does anything it's a constant i know and it's up this to is the a player. game so they're going to make mechanics for these things. And I, I mean, if they literally, the way that they make it less stressful is that it's an open world, that doesn't make it less stressful. It's just spread out stress. <laughs> they're, what they're doing is they're just giving more opportunities for players to get better. And then, you know, move, move through the game. And then some of the other things is, you know, they've, they've addressed through things like with checkpoints and that kind of stuff. Because that was always a big thing with Dark Souls yeah. is you had to get to a checkpoint. That yep. was like that was one of the main stressors. I mean, is that's getting to old that school. That's old school video games in general. Like there wasn't like a save. Like you couldn't just menu save. Like you had to get to a save point. The downside in Dark Souls is if you died before you got to the next checkpoint, and you died before you got to your body, you lost everything. Yeah, that doesn't. That was the stressful part about Dark Souls is when you died. You have to go get back to where you died to get all your stuff back. Otherwise, you get reset. Nope, that doesn't. Um, sound, nope, nope, nope. So that was that was the more stressful part. But it wasn't like a hard reset. It was just like whatever you just had collected. Because the way like Dark Souls worked is you collected souls and then you'd use that to level up. And so, but you could only use that to level up if you went all the way back to the main area. So most of the time, people would be have like an f ton of souls on them like to get tons of levels and then for you to lose that and lose all those potential levels you were about to get that hurts that sets you back uh especially if you beat a boss oh god whenever i beat a boss in dark souls it was like you exit the boss area there's always a checkpoint right there checkpoint you fast travel back to the area and you cash in those souls that you just got because you would get a a huge amount from beating a boss and you would never want to lose those too stressful it is uh and they even there was even an interview with um hidekata miyazaki who is the creator of the souls games and uh you know uh from software talking about it all it's a it's a really good read uh he's a he's a very interesting guy uh and he has a very you know different outlook on uh you know games obviously because the souls are Souls games are very, very different. So um, it's worth checking out. It's on PlayStation's blog if you want to look it up. Um, highly, highly recommend reading it. There's not like too much to say in it without basically reading the whole interview. But they've been they've been very they've been looking at a lot of different things with the their past games and with, you know, what they want players to get out of this current one. So they're very conscious of. Things, but. Uh, yeah, so uh, we've also got to see some. They had some Horizon Forbidden West gameplay preview last week. Does that game come out like this week? Yeah, it comes out really soon, which is like great. Friday? I forgot about it. Like they said that they, 
they were going to make this game and that it was on its way. And then all of a sudden, I knew it was like, February, but I didn't realize. It's yeah. Gold. Here it is. And we're like, whoa, this February, is what- February 18th is when it comes out. Two weeks ish. Yeah. But there was something, there was another game we saw that was like, oh God, yeah. this is already out. Um, God, what was it? We're a game news podcast and we can't know this. Elden Ring is supposed to be the end yeah. of the month, like a week after. Is Elden Ring that close? Yeah. February is a That's big one. crazy. No, it wasn't God of War. Mm-mm. It was another, there was another Sony game. I sure um, it wasn't Horizon. I'm, mm, mm, I'm, 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 I'm deep looking now. Oh no, it's over. Dying Light 2. That's what it was. It was Dying Light 2. February 4th. I was like, what? It's like, I haven't seen like anything on Dying Light 2 until we were watching the Super Bowl or not the Super Bowl. We were watching football yesterday. Dying Light 2. Interesting. That was that was the one. Co-op, co-op survival. Yes. Zombie survival. Yeah, I have Dying Light over here and in, uh, in its wrapper still. <laughs> uh, I remember when we used to play video games together, Brenna. Yeah. Yep. What a time. I, I feel like Dying Light would be really fun for us to play. Whenever the time somehow magically yeah. manifests. I don't itself. know what kind of fantasy world that you live in where we have time to play new games. I fantasize about us having time in the future. Dude, time to sleep. That too. That too. We need we need a couple months of sleep. It's like we were, it's like we were talking about coma. earlier today. You need a coma? Yeah, it's like we were talking about earlier today is we just we just need like to just like send like a, you know, we're unavailable message. We'll see you all in a couple months like funky coma. Yeah, just disconnect from society for a little bit. Go to work and just go home. Uh, Frost Giant Studios, which was created by former Blizzard execs. Uh, We've talked about them before. They've raised a bunch of money to create a new RTS game for that's set in Unreal Engine 5. Uh, the studio was founded by Tim Morton, who is the production director for StarCraft 2, and Tim Campbell, who is the lead campaign designer on Warcraft 3. Uh, you know what? The RTS genre has, you know, faded. It's all it's yes. basically not existent anymore. And um. it is. I just don't think it has any new games. Like people that are RTS fans will play RTS games till the end of dawn. And it's not like the graphics need to be insane. So there's a a good legion of people, but it needs to be in like the public eye more. And there's no, there was no money. The money moved away from RTS games. They all moved towards where they can make more money. And so there's definitely a huge demand for rts and strategy games that's not being met but it it requires a very high quality game because rts and strategy players we've seen it all we've played it all there's not much you know there's not a lot of new things you can do in that genre so you gotta what you have to do you have to do well and if you don't do it well people nope out of there so fast yeah, because the classics are so good and it's not like you need the flashy graphics or the 4K ultra res, you know, uh, ray tracing, all this stuff. You just need mechanics. So if people go to their favorite games because they're never going to get old. Couldn't have said it better. There you go. Uh, also, a surprise announcement 
Crisis 4 has begun development. Crytek is reviving the crisis genre and has begun development on a new crisis game. When that will arrive? Decade. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it took them seven years to make Crisis 2, right? Or 3? 3. It took them seven years to make 3. So, uh, last week there was also a significant discord outage uh it was over two hours just completely down which is which is insane for how big the platform is and how many users it's not their servers are potato yeah yeah but to have like a full complete outage like that where you can't even access the program that that that's severe but yeah their servers their servers need a lot of work like i would anyways like i would pay to have a higher quality discord server i did it for Teamspeak. i know like just let us do it stop feeding us the bullshit yeah i need (sighs) i need them to get publicly traded so that they can have more money and just do it someone's gonna buy discord is what's gonna happen or they're gonna be there or they're gonna ipo and then they're gonna sell out i need them to just become a publicly traded company so and open up a stock have investors if anyone's gonna buy discord it's gonna be microsoft i don't want that to happen i don't want it i want discord to stay discord community the other side of the room skype is just over there like am i a joke to you yeah screw you (laughs) skype (laughs) right oh goodness uh mortal kombat 2 movie is moving forward with development uh Jimmy Slater will be the writer for the new film. He is the um, writer for the upcoming Marvel TV series, Moon Knight, starring uh, Oscar Isaac. It looked interesting. Moon Knight looks like it's going to be trippy. Yeah. Uh, like, honestly, it's like it looks like a case of like weird schizophrenia. Like he's like, yeah, it's going to be trippy. Um Greg Russo penned the previous movie, and then I think it was, I can't remember who directed it, but, uh, you know, the last Mortal Kombat, like, it was last year, I think it came out, right? Or the year before? Uh, yeah, uh, this, la- this past year, because we watched it, remember? We had a whole night. I remember. I just couldn't remember if it was, like, beginning 2021 or end Middle. 2020. Uh, no, it was you were was still in Vegas. Yes. It was 2021. Okay. But, yeah. I I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. It was it was exactly what it should have been. It was not it was good for the the genre and the bar is not high. I mean it's Mortal Kombat. It's a fighting movie. Like you can't get like that you know crazy you, with it. I mean you see like The Rock wants to be the the one like villain dude. No. Yes. Everyone's like, is this made in a jungle? Because otherwise it wasn't work. Not not allowable. I need to know who they're going to cast as Johnny Cage, though. So good. Because they they teased him at the end that he's going to be in this next one. But like. Who is going to play Johnny Cage is is the real question. It needs to be. I wish Dolph Lundgren was like a thing again or like, uh, who's the Iceman? Crap. I think that was Dolph. It's, Dolph, it's Dolph isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up real fast. What was the name of that movie? Top Gun. 
there you. you go when's that top gun movie supposed to come out i don't even know like top gun uh this year sometime i think but uh val kimler was val kimler. yes val kimler. i was like that isn't right but also dolph Lundgren and val kimler dolph yeah i don't uh i don't know who they would uh it's gotta be someone flashy gotta be someone with like they need a jaw on them he- hear me out this is a left field i already pick. don't like it this is a left field pick bradley cooper maybe maybe like he he has bradley like his he plays characters that have that energy yeah it's just the look i just he, he i feel they like could they could make him they could frost his tips that is that right and then <laughs> and he would wear the sunglasses well you know the ray-bans and he's got a bit of a jaw just could he put on the muscle you know yeah, they'll just put a suit on him that that would be that i think that would be my pick bradley cooper for for johnny cage interesting all right a little bit of a left field pick but but yeah no i'll be curious to see curious to see what they do with that uh steam has announced the release date of the steam deck february 25th uh they will be sending the first batch of order emails out to reservation holders so if you remember way back when steam was going to release in december the way they do it was you put down a five dollar reservation and then when it comes time to ship they will email in order of reservation you'll get email saying hey would you like to purchase your steam deck based on the one you reserved you can either say yes you'll pay the full price and then they will move forward to the you know delivery phase or you will say no they'll refund you your five dollars great system and honestly, in my opinion. Right. And it was all done within Steam's thing. So you had to have Steam accounts. The accounts had to be active for X period of time. Like they handled that really well. Sure. It's lots of people not have that difficult to make yeah. steps. And lots of people have multiple Steam accounts that have history that meet those requirements. But it's very few, you know, like this. This was a good way to handle it. Um. So, you know, I'm technically somewhere in there. I don't know if I will go through with it or not. Like, I was expecting I would be able to travel more for work. Yeah. And then it would be more valuable. But now that it's not looking that way, I don't know. You have your Switch now that you've been playing pretty aggressively, too. So. But now I could play my Steam Deck in the living room. This, sir. (laughs) right for the podcast brenna it's right. a tax write-off business okay, expense there it is <laughs> yeah no i don't know i'm pretty i'm pretty pretty iffy on it like i'm i'm probably 70 30 70 not gonna reserve 30 percent might follow through yeah i just don't know what you would play on there exactly exactly like we don't even play things on our pc so well that's because we don't have time brenna yep so we'll see what happens. But like, I would I would love to get my hands on one and to try one. Like, you know, to be able to hold one and mess around with it, like if they had it like a Best Buy or something, that would be fun. But um, yeah, so.
the uh, so embargo will lift the review embargo will lift on February 25th. So as those people are getting those emails, the reviews will be all out and they'll be able to make a, you know, as uh, as much of an educated decision as they can without physically being able to try it themselves. It is not hard to do good things. Thank you, Valve, for doing good things. I mean, honestly, minimal, minimal effort. It's required. not that hard and like people love it. It is just it's I'm not going to say that it's only the PC community, but valve is a big, you know what i mean and valve has their faux pas but they have so far so far they have handled the steam deck very well they have been incredibly transparent their delay 100 warranted they said two months ago sorry we have to delay two months they specifically said two months because we are having difficulty getting our parts and products through shipping which everyone knows is an issue yeah not rocket science, people. Not Seriously. rocket science. Meanwhile, Xbox is over here like, let's discontinue and make more consoles. Sony's over here like, let's make more PlayStation 4s because that's what people want. I don't understand like, why. I just I don't know. I don't know. Questionable decisions all around. Um, the Uncharted devs would like to make another sequel. They want more Uncharted games. I... Personally, I'm, I need I need Uncharted to come on PC. That's what I need. We need the Uncharted. I got thing. it. You can play it here. Uh, <laughs> yes. Don't you I would, sneer at me. I would. I will like to play it on your PlayStation at some point. But I'd also love for it to come on the PC. Uh, you know, and it's supposed to. It's a it's a controller game. Really, it is. Yeah. There. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it plays on mouse and keyboard, but they there is a PC version expected to come, but I do feel like it is a controller game. Um, what game was did I play mouse and keyboard? Assassin's Creed took some getting used to on mouse and keyboard. That one is definitely leans a little bit more. Yeah, I think I would be uncomfortable playing that um, on mouse and keyboard. They've done a lot better with the newer ones, making it much more mouse and keyboard-esque, you know, with uh, Origins Odyssey and Valhalla. But like the the actual Assassin's Creed games before that, ugh, those those did not those those played ugh, they played weird. I don't like they that. Played, they played weird. They were playable. They're better than pl trying to play Dark Souls. Trying to play Dark Souls on mouse and keyboard, you are. Stop it. You know that's not even the most absurd thing. Well, I know, but like that's it was ungodly. People play Dark Souls using bananas, like or like the Congo. What is it like Donkey Kong oh, yeah. uh, bongos? Yeah, it'll be it's that'll be exciting, though, with uh, Elden Ring coming out is to have all the people doing that again. Insane. Y'all have right? too much time. Seriously. Uh, Warner Brothers has reiterated that Hogwarts Legacy and Gotham Knights will arrive this year. They're trying to, you know, calm people after both of these games have had multiple delays. Uh, but they have given no release date yet. Well, so, I want a Hogwarts. I know you do so badly. I want that would be it. A, that would be a fun one for us to do, like a, a let's play through. I will lose my mind. If this is a good game, I'm going to lose my mind. I need it to be everything that I want it to be because I want to be able to immerse myself and like be a student. Supposedly they will. 
You'll create your own character. You can you get to take part in magic lessons and the potion brewery. That you get to take part even in the you know the sorting ceremony. Quidditch. I, they know exactly what we want. Real, real question here. Why okay. haven't they made a Quidditch game yet? And like a sports Quidditch. Yes, like FIFA, but Quidditch. Like you could, it could be FIFA, like when you're playing by yourself, or you could be like, because in FIFA you can play in like almost like first person yeah, mode I, as the yeah. player, but then you can also play as like everybody. But then yeah. they can make it multiplayer, and that people like you have a team of individuals online yes. that you are playing with. Yes. How hard is this? Like, it's this not. is why I think I can make it in gaming, because I th- it's like ah, I guarantee you the only. They're not. I'm sure someone's had them, but the rights to Harry Potter has been so difficult to even Warner get Brothers, a game out. Warner Brothers has solidified and held all the rights forever. They just haven't made games with it. They need to make they made a, games. They made two games, three games. Garbage. We don't Lego. speak of those. Lego doesn't count. <laughs> it's Lego. Yeah. And a lot of those Lego games have become garbage because they were really cranking them out. But like come on quidditch game give it to us that'd be so much fun yeah you'd have to have like a role queue though like i want to be chaser i want to be keeper i want to yes. be beater or seeker and then and like, you would you have pick, like you pick like a number one and a number two yeah, yeah. i would be down for like mini ga- you know it's going to be a mini game in there oh sure just, you, like, you know just be a cool like mini game is like beast racing yeah. that'd be cool yeah broom racing yeah, as you get better no, like, no. You buy... like animals oh like the myth- mythical creatures that would be interesting that would be okay. interesting but like as you can better you can buy better brooms for your character the brooms have different stats yes you know and, you know what'd be cool is if they had like abilities or like um like when you flew by like you had a trail mm-hmm. that'd be cool there, there's ways to work that in there oh yeah um for whatever reason star wars the old republic is continuing to get more content uh the legacy of the Sith expansion is launching next month and they have released a, a new teaser trailer for it i mean like i love these star wars trailers like this is not like the cgi trailer that I love. I made. I probably made Brenna watch them like a dozen of times on oh, a dozen times. different occasions. Yes. There's. Okay, but you can agree with me. Sir, They're sir, really good. Sir, we're not getting into this. What I know, we're not getting into. But you can agree with me. Those CGI trailers are very high quality and They're very nice. good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you can imagine my disappointment after seeing all of those and then playing the game and being like, Yeah. What? Like I get this cartoony like garbage trash looking thing yeah the yuck i just want freedom i want a star wars game with freedom give me a single player rpg in star wars doesn't have to be open world doesn't have to be open world it could be closed like world like where it fakes a open world but it gives you like a closed you know smaller space there's freedom freedom i'm tired of other people telling me what to do or how to play my games um and jedis are so boring like who likes jedi go f yourselves no it's all about blasters blast them 
And then I started blasting. <laughs> uh, after a like after some UK regulators stepped in, the competition of markets authorities, uh, Microsoft now has to uh, cancel inactive memberships. I think this is just a right thing to do because I mean, I understand it. Like all memberships are on auto renew until you cancel it. That's like the way it is everywhere. But I, I like that if, you know, you haven't logged into your account in, you know, an X amount of period, like the company should auto cancel. Like, I appreciate that. And I hate how hard, how f- the lengths some of these companies go to, to prevent you from canceling your memberships. Yeah. Like I was looking at canceling uh, my LA fitness. I have to fill out a paper and mail it. What? Yes. What? Who this, mails? You just take this 1990s? Like, what is what? this? Let me fax it over to you. What? Right? Like. No, it's a simple click of a button. Stop it. Right? Like mailing is like. No. It was almost impossible for me to cancel my AMC one. So I much bet. so that I gave up because I literally could not find an area like it. The website was in circles like you had to they call. do that on purpose. Yes, you had to call and get someone on the phone, which, by the way, is almost impossible. That like, honestly, that should be illegal. Like even like mailing is mailing. Everybody can mail. But frankly, that should be illegal that they force you to mail. Like even if I walked in, they would tell me to mail the form. I can Ridiculous. walk in and sign up. But I can't walk in and cancel. Like, that's some BS. Anyway, but, you know, so I think that's good. I definitely agree that they there should be legislation everywhere in the U.S. to force these companies to cancel memberships if you're not active. That's too nice. And I hate, like, those. some of the worst offenders are those, like, monthly subscription boxes. Yeah. Those well, are, like, real. Some of them are real. They're really bad. Yeah. The only reason, so I do one called Bespoke Post. Please sponsor us. Oh my lord, I would lose it. Um, but I, I do them, and I like them a lot because they give you notice. You can cancel it. You can return it. You can ha- like literally, even if you accidentally do it, they'll take everything back like nothing. They're like, we don't want you to be stuck with something you do not want. And I've even had instances where like it would come to or it went to the wrong address or something like that, and they immediately just gave me a new thing. It's like. It was my screw up and they fixed it for me. Like that's a good great customer service. That's a good customer service right there. In sad news, the end of an era is upon us. Sega is officially closing their arcade center business after over 50 years of def- genre, like defining. It is arcade. video game. Ugh. Kids will never understand the joys of an arcade. I can smell it though right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was must. I really want to go. I really want to pinball arcade in downtown Santa Ana. Like they have like. Oh a really yeah, big, I've like, been. I've never been. I really want to go. That's good. I really want to go. But uh, yeah, that's that's sad to see Sega closing that down. Uh, this is also awesome. Uh, the cover of MLB The Show 2022 will be Shohei Otani 
who is the uh, was the unanimous uh, American League MVP uh, this past season and is probably is one of like the most. I think he's like the most like oh, there is there is something that they described him, but he's like one of the like top baseball players of the recent years, despite his injuries this past year, definitely. But he's like the first player to pitch bat since Babe Ruth. That's cool. Yeah. And he was also the uh, the MLB home run leader to last year. That's awesome. So uh, very excited to see him on the cover. Well deserved. And it's also. He, I'm pretty sure he's the first Asian guy to be on the cover of any sports. Yes. Game. Yes. That it's always been it's always been white or um, Latin or Latin. black. Thank you. Yeah, black. Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. Oh, Nintendo 64. That game was the tits. <laughs> I played the crap out of that. It was so much better than Mike Piazza's baseball. Oh, no. That, that one was garbage. I had like an old, old one. I can't remember. It had like football and baseball. It was like 64 bit. Like it was old school. It was in like an old Game Boy cartridge. I can't even remember it now. Yeah, I played the crap out of Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball, Nintendo 64. I also had Mike Piazza, never played it. Ken Griffey yeah. Jr. was so much better. <laughs> no one, uh, people listening are like, who's Ken Griffey Jr.? Yeah, it's not. None of this is it's going right over the heads. I know. Did you see the, uh, I'm really, did you hear about the uh, MLB Hall of Fame announcements the last week? No. Super upset. Uh, David Ortiz was entered into the MLB Hall of Fame. Uh, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens did not get in, and that was their last. This was their last year of eligibility. How? How? They they let in a guy who got suspended for doing steroids. Uh, they let him into the MLB Hall of Fame. I'm not saying like Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens didn't oh, do steroids. Has. Yeah. But also, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, all the way up here, David Ortiz, all the way down there. Yep. Like, what the F? Yep. Like, Roger Clemens is one of the top pitchers to ever play the game. Like, up there with, like, Randy Johnson and a few others. And then Barry Bonds holds some of, like, the craziest hitting records. Is Barry Bonds. There's nothing right. else that needs to be said. That should be automatic. Like Sammy Sosa. Like, those are Done. just... Yeah, those are names. I'm automatic. Yeah, I was shooketh. David Ortiz does not deserve that. No, not by a long shot. Uh, also, during football this weekend, we got the to see the full Halo TV series trailer as well as the release date. So the series will be launching on Paramount Plus March 24th. I guess I'll be signing up for Paramount Plus for a couple weeks and then canceling yep. it. Yep. Um, but uh, it looked good. You know, there's some CGI, but like the like the characters and armor looked visually, it looked good. I have I am optimistic visually. That was one of my biggest concerns when it was originally going to be done on Showtime. I was like, Showtime is not at all equipped to handle the level of CGI needed to bring this. At least Paramount has far vast uh, yeah, resources. A good team, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's one of the largest movie studios ever. Like, yeah, 
Uh, but uh, I'm still cautiously optimistic because the story, it could still be total garbage. Oh, I'm, yeah, it could look pretty and be complete trash. I've been hurt too many times. So, but uh, yeah, I'll be excited for that. I will be watching it day one with or without you, Brenna. So. Ouch. Well, you know, we, we still haven't watched like Cowboy Bebop or Witcher 2. And we I'm gotta, okay we on gotta... Cowboy Bebop, but Witcher 2 we need to watch. So I can, I can, I can grind out Cowboy oh, Bebop. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm not, I can't, I'm not a fan. I, I just want to watch it to watch it and be able to say, you know, finish it and then be able to definitively give my thoughts about it. But yeah, no, Witcher, Witcher, I am 100% waiting for you. Yeah. 100%. Uh, Starting Dota. Do, I know. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll I'll start watching Dota then too. There we go. Um, so there've also been some leaks about the cyber, the next gen console versions of Cyberpunk, as well as the re-release version of the game, and the the leak include like new uh new cover art and people. The memes have been incredible. Like they're just like they just turn the character slightly to the side. <laughs> it's like it's a fresh new look, everybody. And it's the female Already going v. well. It's the female V on the cover this time instead of the male V. I mean, get effed with all. Yeah. This. So we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, I uh, yeah, no one is excited. I'm sorry, but literally no one is excited for this to come out on the new gen. Uh, yeah, there's been there's so many things that need to be addressed that I don't feel like have been addressed. So yeah, and that is clearly shown in their fresh new photo which is literally, it's like a, they changed the mesh, the top of the mesh, because it's the same body, except for the head is different. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in other news, if you, when you launched your Discord today, if you're on the PC, you might have seen a nice little pop-up that Discord has now been added to PlayStation. You can connect your PSN and now communicate with your friends cross-platform. Oh. Love it. Oh. Is so this good. too much to ask for? Like Apparently I've been, so. I've been, I have been clamoring for Discord for console for years. The thing is, it's not necessarily up to Discord. This is true. It's up to the consoles, but they should have, they should embrace it because Discord is, it doesn't favor anyone. It's platform no. free. It's available on mobile. It's available on PC. It's available on wherever you sh it should be available and it should be available on console because it's such a huge communication platform and it goes so far beyond big video games now. Like yeah. it's, it's full on communities like genuinely I mean, love Discord, but they need to invest in better servers or give me the ability to buy better servers because their servers are garbage and I hate having to pay for Nitro to get like minuscule better quality while still on a garbage ass server. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to start adding in consoles, these rooms are going to get huge. And that's such an easy way for them to make money. Yep. Like, allow us to pay for servers. We can select the server size. Like, it has a maximum number of people. You got to pay more for more people. You got to pay more for better quality. It's that simple. It's been yep. done dozens of times with other previous voice over IP programs. And the thing is, if they started doing that, it would make the baseline better because there oh, would be yeah. dedicated servers elsewhere. It would it would Discord would take off if they did that. I, why not? I don't know. I don't know. But alas, we live in a fantasy world. 
apparently. But uh, you know what? In reality, you get to listen to our delightful show. So thank you for tuning in. We will be back next week in all of our glory. So uh, we'll see you all again real soon. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Ahoy there, ye landlubbers. Avast, my name is Captain Logan, and I'll be your guide out on the Sea of Thieves. If you love the idea of stealing treasure, cutting down cursed skeletons, fighting off krakens, and raiding forts filled to the brim with shinies, then Sea of Thieves is the game for you. Join me each week as I dive into the news and bring back the nuggets of information that any sailor worth their weight in salt would desire. You don't have to be a pirate legend to gain access to my podcast. Just search for Keelhauled, a Sea of Thieves podcast in your podcast app of choice or head over to robotsradio.net or captainlogan.podbeam.com and get ready to set sail for adventure. My name is Brian Burton. It's been 26 years since the bombs fell. And since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild. This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on. And I promise to find the answer. So if you're out there, if you're listening, just hone in on these coordinates. Remember, there's a place for you at the end. Omega. The Omega Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes, Spotify, and many great podcasting sources.